The shooting incident at Nepean Hospital yesterday is still resonating with shock this morning. Uh, yes, we're hearing of more incidents of patients assaulting medicos and paramedics who are there to help them. But this one was something else. Uh, Judith Cater joins me on the line now. She is the Acting General Secretary for the New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association. Welcome to 702, Judith. Good morning, Mark. Now, we're hearing that some of your members are now paying for their own self-defence lessons. Is that true? Yes, it is. And unfortunately, it's been happening now, you know, for the best part of the last year. Um, We were advised by our members about this, you know, in the first third of last year. Mm -hmm. Um, The department is rolling out... um, similar courses but it's very very slow they they send a couple of people off to do the course and then they bring those people back and get them to train others and you know it's just too slow and the we've had a number of resolutions at our annual conferences over a number of years about the um the feeling of being unsafe working in EDs, particularly the big EDs, you know, the big tertiary referral ones, but it happens everywhere. And with the, you know, it's very complex. You've you've got the increased use of um, mind-altering drugs that seems to be on the rise and delivering a violence that most people can't comprehend, let alone deal with. Um, and then you've got a situation where you've got the police force who is called out to deal with people in the community. They then see that this person has a medical issues, so they drop them off at the hospital. So the person goes from being in police under police control to a public domain where there's no such thing. And um, with the you know the times that you have to wait in ED, escalating people's anxiety about things, and so it just you know yesterday it developed into a very, very nasty situation that could have been a lot nastier. So so are you saying there's not enough security for your members? Yeah, look, we actually, uh, there was a resolution passed at our last annual conference, which was held in July last year, which asked specifically for mandatory security arrangements to be implemented in emergency departments. We got a letter back from the department, or the ministry, sorry, in late December last year, telling us that they've done, they've looked at it all, they've decided that everything is okay and meets legislative requirements. So, i.e., they're not they're not investing anymore in it. Now, it, that's just putting your head in the sand. And we've seen TV programs all the time about what's happening in our emergency departments. I mean, you'd have to be blind not to actually see that there is a real issue here and it was only a matter of time to be honest. All right, we are talking to to Judith Cater who's the Acting General Secretary for the New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association about the rise in violent incidents involving uh, medicos and paramedics uh, who you know are helping patients that turn on them. You earlier in this conversation you mentioned something about an app. What was that about? Yes, look in response to obviously The EDs are not our domain. We can't go in there and insist that certain things happen. So what we've done to try and help our members who are increasingly frustrated and and I will say scared uh, about what happens when they go to work. So in trying to assist them as quickly as we can, we've developed a um, mobile phone app that they can contact us 
about workplace violence, i.e. as it happens or after the event, and we can go in and investigate it pretty quickly so it doesn't get swept under the carpet. And what's been the take-up of that app? Uh, interestingly, quite high. We would, we're not sure that everybody knows it exists yet. It's relatively new, but you know it's only been in in the last six months. But it is there, and we would be um, encouraging all our members to download our association app. It's embedded in that app and contact us if they're concerned or they know of situations that uh, are clearly uh, beyond the legislative requirements. In terms of your relationship with hospital management and government, are you feeling like responsibility is is lying with the right organisation at the moment or have you been a bit hamstrung? Well, good question, actually, because... One of the things this government did when they came into power was distance themselves from the actual local health districts. So all the power, and every time we contact the minister, she tells us, oh, no, that's not my, that's not my area. You have to talk to the CE of the local health district. This is that. the Federal Health Minister, Susan? No, no. No? no this is Minister Skinner. Okay, gotcha. State, state issue. Yep. And, you know, so they've devolved this power. So the, the CE's just... They've got uh, key performance indicators that they have to meet and they all relate to budgets. So they are consistently just looking at the bottom line and the minister is, has a hands-off approach that just says, no, the CE is in charge of that. Now, I have to say yesterday I was very pleased to hear that the minister is going to talk to the Health Services Union about... Um, uh, you know, security and EDs because something has to happen. It has to change. Is it frustrating that it takes a big event like this, something that gets news coverage in order for something to get done? Yes, it absolutely does. And we're in a profession, and not just nurses, but uh, all healthcare workers are in the profession because we want to help the patients that come through the front door. Now, anything that hampers us from doing that it has to be dealt with. And when we, we are seeing in my organisation years of, of resolutions coming up from the local workplaces saying, this is not good enough, we need a change. And year after year, it's fobbed off. And, to, and we always, it's awful to have to say, told you so. But this is what we're doing. We're telling them all the time, one day it's going to happen, one day it's going to happen. And it is... Awful, because those two people that were physically injured will carry the results of those injuries for the rest of their life. The people that witnessed it will carry that for the rest of their lives. That has enormous damage on people's um, psychological well-being. And why would you do that? Why would you put our health system in that situation where ultimately it, it can, has the potential to destroy lives and it can actually cost the health system a hell of a lot more money. Judith Cater, Acting General Secretary for the New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association. What is your ideal situation in, in terms of security for your members? Well, it's, as I said, it's complex. We have to have some way that when the police drop somebody off, we have somebody else with the powers that they need to oversee these people. We also need to have... I mean, this was this only got on the news because, you know, there was bloodshed, quite frankly. Mm. Every day there are incidents that happen in that hospital, often because... Oh, all hospitals, not just that one, um, because 
people are frustrated. They can't get to see the health professional that they need to see. Now, the other thing that we've been asking for years, probably about seven years now, is we believe in research support. The fact that you need one nurse for every three people patients in the ED, whether they're in the waiting room or the on a bed somewhere. And that has been consistently ignored. Now, the reason I raise that is because if you have the appropriate levels of staff with the appropriate skills, you de-escalate what could happen in the waiting room. You've got people overseeing it. And then if you combine that with some appropriate security, LEDs would return to be a safe place. So there's there's a few things that have to happen and they need to happen quickly. And I sincerely hope that Minister Skinner is open to all suggestions. Judith Cater, Acting General Secretary for the New South Wales Nurses and Midwives Association. Thanks so much for talking to us. You're welcome.